Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, just after 8 o'clock now on a Wednesday morning. Uh, no, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. It's the frequency. I already forgot. Great Thursday job. morning here at K-Rock. That's what happens when you have a wild rager of a holiday party in the middle of the week. <laughs> Throws off That's your whole schedule. two soft longs. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> painting and pouring and... More pouring and more pouring and less painting. And Allie at one point yesterday, and I am not lying when I say this because we were at our company holiday paint and pour party, she accidentally took a sip from her paint glass yesterday. With the, yeah, all the paint colors. Allie was trying to drink her wine and (laughs) she took a sip of her... My mixture. Oops, I just drank my paint. Which kind of got me drunker, to be honest. (laughs) I was close to taking another sip. And with all those paint and pour parties that take place, like paint nights and stuff like that, I'm sure I'm not the first person to do it, and I won't be the last. So uh, we put up some footage of what took place and our finished products. We actually did do the painting jobs. You can see them up at our socials, Klein Alley Show. Well, you were complaining about it. Oh, painting is so lame. And then look who was sitting next to me drawing a snowman, Mr. Kevin Klein. Well, I was just sitting around because we we were trying to kill time. both of us wanted to wait for the raffle. and uh, That's I, why the painting was a good idea. But I ended up leaving anyway. And it turns out when the opportunity is either talk to salespeople or paint stuff. You'd paint, rather paint stuff. Painting seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. And so. then there were the people that decided I'm not going to paint anything. I'm just going to walk around and criticize everybody else's paintings yeah. while I'm drunk. And that yeah. was fun too. A lot of the people in this building, they may seem all nice on their radio shows, but they're all a-holes. And all <laughs> they want to do is stand behind us and mock. Oh, great job. Look at that. Is that how it's supposed to look? Tomorrow, uh, right around this time, we will be doing a live show in Calabasas, Sagebrush. If you want to stop by, that'd be great to have you. As uh, K-Rock shares the love with Lovely the Band, you'll get a live free concert. Also, if you get there early, you get yourself a free t-shirt. We'll bring some other prizes. In fact, we have tickets for you to see Depeche Mode. We'll be giving those away tomorrow. And Depeche Mode had a bit of a celebration yesterday in downtown Los Angeles. And let me say, I appreciate it because while Martin Gore was speaking about the band, he did give K-Rock some love. You know, Los Angeles and New York uh, were the springboards, really, for our career in America. And, yeah, we had a lot of support from K-Rock. Yeah, that crowd, giving K-Rock Richard, some love. here today, obviously. And the first ever stadium we ever played uh, headlining was here in... Los Angeles. So Depeche Mode has their own day now in L.A., and uh, we've got tickets for you to see them. We'll bring them with us tomorrow, so if you stop by, a chance to win those tickets from us. In a moment, we'll listen to what happened when Jake was down around the fans. Can he get any fan of Depeche Mode to say anything bad about that band? The answer is no, but we will listen to him try. We'll do it next, Kara. 
Depeche Mode has their own day now in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. 13th will forever be known as Depeche Mode Day. We had the city councilwoman on with us yesterday who explained how she does this. And Omar's theory is that she just finds bands she wants to meet and decides, I will give them days in Los Angeles. And just like that, I get to meet the band. It's kind of genius if you think about it. Yep. If, this is the, if I were ever to be a public official, an elected official, I'm not sure if they get elected for that position. And the, now the 34th pizza day. You're right. <laughs> I would do this. I would figure out a way to just take anything I needed. If I was like a little bit hungry, I'd be like, tomorrow will be Taco Bell day. Another ribbon cutting. So so it seems like she's figured out a way to use her power for good rather than for evil. And I think we could all use that from our elected officials. I agree. Uh, the fans were out in full force yesterday, so Jake Leonard went down there to hear what was going on as uh, they got this big, exciting dedication. Depeche Mode, obviously, a ton of shows they've been doing in L.A., wrapping up this tour. I think they're at Crypto next week. They just wrapped up a bunch of shows at the Forum. Mm -hmm. uh, here are just some of the fans that Jake got a chance to meet. It's Depeche Mode. Who can say no to Depeche Mode? Well, Whoa. she doesn't know the name of the band, but also she seems like she's a big fan because she missed work to see Depeche Mode, Allie. It's Depeche Mode. Who can say no to Depeche Mode? Is Depeche Mode your favorite band? Absolutely. To the fullest. So she's a super well, fan. I learned to pronounce it. <laughs> How can, have you not learned that by Maybe now? we're all doing it wrong. Maybe. Can you comment about the city of, of L.A. diverting funds from homelessness to pay for this day? I'm sorry, say that again? <laughs> you care to comment about the city of L.A. diverting funds from homelessness to pay for this day? <gasps> I didn't even know that, really. Jake's theory was if we can go tell Depeche Mode fans that a bunch of weird, random, made-up stuff is happening, they will still be so... De they, they will defend that band to the core that there's no, no one... It doesn't matter what how many things were done. I think he was going to say something about, you know, that Dave Gahan's pants right now are made from a bunch of uh, uh, puppies that were not adopted, <laughs> and we skinned them. And, because he's so convinced the fans will be like, great, uh, it's a good fashion Well, trend. and think about how many years you've put into dedicating to that band, right? I mean, at that point, you've kind of brainwashed yourself into thinking that they're gods so nothing can destroy that nothing can and and the, the fans are truly super fans so much so that they just will not correct uh jake no matter what he says do you have any comment about dave gahan revealing he has asperger's this morning i think it's great that, you know to see that um everybody's being more open about you know uh what their status is yeah what do you feel about depeche mode day forever being in the shadow of taylor swift's birthday who so, you know, because yesterday was also Taylor Swift's birthday. Oh, uh, I know. The, the fan. I don't the Eras tour was on when I got home. Right. There's not a lot of uh, intersection between the two, I would say. Uh, he did run into uh, Richard Blade there, Allie. Uh, we weren't sure oh, if Richard nice. Blade would be there. Listen to this. Uh, give me your thoughts about the Pesh Mode Day. About time. I got my day in June, so it's about time that Depeche Mo got it, that I got it first was crazy, but he's got... <laughs> it really, uh, Richard Blade has a way of making it about Richard Blade, doesn't he? Huh? I mean, it is kind of interesting that he got a day before they did. They probably and realized. And he, like, broke them on K-Rock. Yeah, I could imagine why they would be in the middle of Richard Blade Day talking about all the bands that he helped break and then them being like, oh, yeah, Depeche Mode doesn't have a day yet? They probably should. These guys so deserved it. And as they said, a lot of the influence that Depeche Mode have was back because of the early days of K-Rock playing the music. Or should I say, K-Rock. See, there you go. That's the great Richard Blade. Klein and Ali, when are you going to have me on as a guest so I can plug some of my books and talk about the history of K-Rock? And <laughs> All right. See, it, it, uh, once again, it circles what a great sell. right back when to Richard Blade. When can I Blade. join you so I can plug my books? He has an open-door policy around here, but he does have a lot of things he's promoting. When are you going to have me on as a guest so I can plug some of my books and talk about the history of K-Rock and 
how good you're doing on the air right now. Uh, any other departing uh, thoughts about their shows in Los Angeles wrapping up their world tour? Yeah, I saw them last night at the Forum, and they were brilliant. It was honestly just as good as on stage at the Rose Bowl in June of 1988. The band have not missed a beat. And to think that that is, you know, like 35 years later is amazing. I don't know where the time goes, but the talent doesn't disappear. The band are great. So play me some Depeche Mode, please. Now, that's Richard Blade. Uh, Jake went up to some people to see if they could help him out because uh, he claims that he was sent there with a mission and uh, he wanted to see if the fans could help Jake keep his job. What's your name? Levon. Levon, uh, where are you from? Azusa, California. And you came all the way here for Depeche Mode Day? Yep. Are they your favorite band? Um, Ever since 1985, yeah. Can you do a Dave Gahan impression? <laughs> There's no way I could do that. No, I could never. Because I'm, I'm asking because my boss wants me to get a drop from Dave Gahan, but I don't think I'd be able to, get to, to talk to him. So if I can get you to saying, hey, this is Dave Gahan. You think this guy will do it, Ali? Or you think he's going to be like, no, no, I respect Gahan too much. I'll never pretend to be him. I think it'll be that. Yeah. No, he's a god. I can't. Right. Couldn't I possibly. Can't do All right, it. let's find out. To talk to him. So if I can get you to saying, hey, this is Dave Gahan. Hello, K-Rock. This is Dave Gahan. Um, <laughs> thank you for your support throughout the years. Okay. Can't wait to see the show tonight. Okay. No, that That's was awful. One, that was terrible. <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, very, very successful day, Allie. And of uh, course, there's a... Uh, there's, uh, uh, you know, you know, send it to me as a VO script. Yeah, Allie will do, do it, it too. I'll that guy, that guy fell for the same thing Allie did. <laughs> now, be Dave Gahan as a germ now. If you could be Dave Gahan as a germ. <laughs> Uh, we will uh, take a quick break. Thanks, uh, Jake. Good stuff. We're posting some of that footage up on the socials. And once again, Depeche Mode, congratulations. Thanks for the shout-out. Greatly appreciate that as well. If you want tickets to see that band, The Legends, while they're here in Southern California, uh, I recommend you come out and join us tomorrow. Sagebrush will be there bright and early, 6 a.m. we got lots of tickets. We'll be bringing with us for you to see Depeche Mode. So stop by for the live broadcast. Back in a moment. we got more show to get to. And uh, we'll do it all next. Blink on K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Some people already wrapping it up, winding down for the year. We will be uh, having a little celebration party tomorrow. Also uh, sharing some love. Uh, share the love, love with the band. Free concert for you. Come on out, for, get there early, get a t-shirt, and win yourself Depeche Mode tickets. Brad Williams will be coming to hang out with us as well. Our little funny friend, and uh, so much more. So that's happening at Sagebrush Cantina tomorrow, bright and early at 6 a.m. We've already been warned. It will be cold. It will be dark. And it won't, yeah, it won't be bright. And eventually, uh, someone asking if Allie's going to bring her giant light there to make sure it's not dark. So I think it was, I can. Allie's going to bring Here's the thing. Her. Everyone knocks it, but then everyone's like, where's the light? Give me the light. Give everyone me the light. gather around. There may be a, power, a rolling blackout in Calabasas <laughs> tomorrow if Allie plugs this thing in. That's all I'm saying. It's very strong. Uh, this has been a rough week for fingers. We did get this message from Anthony Kiedis, a limited edition Red Hot Chili Peppers release that happened only on Saturday at the Acoustic Christmas show when he finally explained publicly why, because there was a lot of mystery surrounding why are the Chili Peppers not playing the show? Why do they have to move it until March? What's going on? All we knew was someone in the band was injured. I think immediately, as a gambler, I said, flee seems like the guy that got... The loosest cannon, right? Uh, yeah, I yeah. could have seen Flea trying to do a cartwheel uh, off a balcony and hurting himself. That seems like a Flea thing. Yeah, but I and, could also see him playing through. Yeah, of course, and, and I bet like, you... whatever. I would imagine every band at some point has probably played through with broken bones because that's part of the job. Uh, and this is, of course, what Anthony Kiedis told us. To K-Rock spelled with a Q My apologies, apologies to you 
Our guitarist John Frusciante broke a finger, yes it's true. My apologies to you and you and you. So that's when we found out it was a broken finger, and then a few days later, uh, the Chargers quarterback... Yeah, he fractured his right index finger and will be out for the rest of the season. Done for the season. He's out for the rest of the season. And you know, no, no one loves fingers more than Allie. <laughs> and so as a result, we wanted to give you an opportunity now to let us know about a time when you broke a finger, but you played through. Yeah. You did going. something with a broken finger. What is it? How did you break it? And what did you still do? And I'm, I'm not saying this to shame John Frashanti or to shame Justin Herbert. I'm just saying that... The broken fingers and the broken toes—we've all had them before. And it, like broken you said, toe, I think, is the lo- the lowest of the low. Look, I don't think I've ever had a non-broken toe. I feel like <laughs> at any given point, at least two of my toes are probably always broken. <laughs> I just feel like that's how life is. But I'm not doing things that are that important, like you know, playing NFL football or playing. Yeah, and you front. limp for a couple of days and you get over it. So eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. You broke it, but you played through. Want to take your calls, your texts? We'll do it next. 800-520-1067. This is K Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. What did you do with a broken finger? We'll get to it next on K Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, man, a bad week for fingers. Rock stars, NFL quarterbacks. Everyone's going down as a result of the finger. But what about us regular people? We break fingers and we just carry on. Yeah, I know. We just play through, baby. So because wanna, we're not as important. Want to hear your stories. George, we'll start with you. 800-520-1067. How'd you break it? What'd you do? What'd you, how'd you play through? All right. So uh, I'm a skateboarding coach, and I teach kids skateboarding. And so I was running late to an appointment, and I usually just bomb my driveway to my car every morning. I've done this for 10 years. It's like Groundhog Day. And the one day I rushed out the door, I hit a little pebble. And I just flew down the driveway. Next thing you know, my hand was completely bent back, dislocated. Ah! I mean, it was fu- it was done. But I like it wouldn't really be teaching skating if I didn't go and teach with a broken finger because I kind of wanted to show the kids, like, you know, this is what you're getting yourself into. Smart. So, 
you got to just kind of stick it out. And yeah. I think a lot of the kids gave me more respect for it. You know, they're so you, like, oh, it's sick, Thrasher, all of me. So you showed up with a mangled hand to show them what their future would look like? I, I, I did. I was like, I gave them a Fight Club speech. I'm like, look, if you want to <laughs> do skating, this is, this is your future. Flying out the driveway, breaking your hand, and just going on. Kids just throwing up all over the I know. I would be staring at those fingers the entire time and being like, but that I don't is... want to do this. I don't want to get hurt. Listen, that's one of those things you know going into it. If you're going to get any good at skateboarding, you will, at some point, you are going to break something. Yeah, and think about the alternative. If he's like, some kid just found out his teacher canceled the class because he broke his finger. Right, you'd be like, the teacher's such like, a pussy. Yeah, right, exactly. hey, a new teacher. This guy's no Tony Hawk. Hey, uh, Sean, what happened to you? Yeah, I was uh, I was playing water polo. In the first quarter, some guy grabs my uh, right ring finger and just snaps it. Ah! Um, it was it was bent to the side. I had to play the rest ah! of the game like that and then play the rest of the season with it. But you didn't stop. You didn't get subbed out. No way. No way. I'm not the Chargers quarterback. So, uh, oh, burn, burn. Hey, and by the way, uh, that's so interesting to me that they grabbed it and bent it. On it was, purpose. Yeah, was that like a uh, intentional move or was that a... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah, is intentional. 100%. Yeah, they used so to do it in the NFL. picking up the ball with like a mangled ass, like wrong way facing finger? I thought that'd be hard for the defense to know which direction he's going to throw the ball at that point. <laughs> the fingers are all bent out of sorts. But if you think about it, Ali, like remember uh, in the NFL, I think they still do it. It just doesn't get... We used to talk to like... Some of those players from back in the day, they would talk about the the, and the they bottom would, like, of try and bite each other's it, fingers. Yeah, the off. bottom of the fumble pile, like Bill Roman, like like some of like the real like dirty players, they would like go under the pile and they would try to bite fingers off, bend fingers in any direction they could. Yeah, just to get you off the ball so some, you could take it. Sometimes they didn't even know like which team they were. Just they'd find a hand at the bottom and just be like, let's just start snapping fingers. <laughs> Seems God. crazy. I'm uh, so glad I'm just sitting here with hey, no risk. Brian. Yeah, how's it going? You broke your finger, you played through. What are we talking about? Yeah, so it was St. Patrick's Day. I was playing a game of horse, and I had a perfect swish from the three-point line. No better feeling in the world. And uh, I decided to celebrate by punching a backyard fence. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, and how'd that go? Completely, yeah, completely shattered my knuckle. Ah! Boxer's fracture. Mm. Um, and this was during the beginning of the pandemic, so I had to go to the ER, and they took my temperature about, like, ten times. And I was like, hey, look, I'm not here for that. I just need an x-ray to know if it's broken or not. Because we actually thought it was dislocated and we're trying to pop it back in. Uh, oh, that's a bitch. So my buddy's just yanking on my broken pinky. Oh, man. Friends are uh, so good. Hey, wait, did you finish yeah. the game so of horse? Or did you, was that the end of the game once you punched the fence? We did finish. I finished using my other hand and I lost, unfortunately. Oh, a hero. I still you I know that they're still like, you lose. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. we can't go to the ER until we officially call you horse. Yeah. Uh, Heidi, what happened to you? I was practicing for a big international swing dance competition. We had been rehearsing for months, and I was sitting on my dryer, and I jumped off and landed on my partner's tennis shoe and bent my little toe backwards and uh, broke it in two places. Did you dance through, though, or not? I went to the doctor, and I me some cortisone injection or something yeah. to make it feel better when I shove it into my dance shoe. And he said, no, because it'll be, feel better and you should not even be walking on it. Let yeah, that's what they all have to say, the doctors. But yeah, we they're all getting know. real stingy with the cortisone yeah, shots Yeah, these we days. should all have cortisone like, in our oh, back Oh, well, pocket. I have something that'll actually make it feel better instantly and will make you forget this even happened. But it's not good for you. Jimmy, it's been a bad week for fingers, but you broke your finger and played through. What happened? 
Yeah, uh, let's see. I was on my, I'm not. I'm not being an athlete here. I was running up the stairs to catch a meeting that I had with a movie studio, and I started tripping on these stairs because they're they're tinier. They're like two inches. So I started tripping, and I started then to grab the railing. I tripped again as I grabbed the railing and jammed my fingers into the railing uh, to try to catch my balance. And so I broke two fingers, tore the ligament, and I got blood running down my wrist. And I go into the meeting that way. It's my right hand, and I've got to shake hands with you know, all oh. these executives. <laughs> and they're like, so you got a good handshake. handshake. Like, if you have a bad handshake, yeah. then yeah. they hold it against you. Right. 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 And you know, yeah. these executives, they always overcompensate so they're, for their failing like marriage. Squeezing so it. they're really squeezing hard, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So it was it was not pretty. We did not get the contract. Yeah. Uh, Bad handshake. They don't, they don't trust you at that point. You lose out on the deal all because of that. Oh, the guy had weird fingers and a bloody hand. This guy had a great, work on this guy. great script, but he had that dead fish handshake. He so fell on two-inch stairs. Forget him, loser. All right, well, there you go. Uh, feel better, John, for Shanti. We'll see you at the uh, forum for the March 2 redo with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a K-Rock show. The sequel to Almost Acoustic Christmas. Uh, this is Young Blood. We are Klein Alley Show K-Rock and getting excited for tomorrow morning. Live show from Sagebrush Cantina Calabasas. Get there early. Stay for the free show. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. It is uh, the eve of a live broadcast. Another one of these things. We've uh, done these in the past. We had one arm Gary at the last one. If you remember that alley, that's where we met Blind Charlie at the 420 show at Pink's Hot Dogs. Oh my God, was that the first time the we met The first him? time we met Blind Charlie. Wow. Uh, Charlie the Blind Guy. I don't even know where that... A lot of people ask, whatever happened to Blind Charlie? He met some girl in Alaska. And now he's dead. And now he's he's gone. So this will be a tribute <laughs> show to Blind Charlie. Uh, come by, bring our uh, unwrapped toy so we can give it to Blind Charlie. And then, by the way, there's another blind guy. Uh, yeah, the blind guy that comes to the uh, the pre-shows at the Acoustic Christmas. Yeah, so we got to hook him up with a girlfriend, too. He needs to date some girl in Alaska as well. Turns out, like, women in Alaska love blind guys in America or something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's the darkness, I guess. Uh, hey, tomorrow also, we are looking for you. This company told us there's no budget to rent us a Santa. So, once again, like always, we have to turn to our wonderful audience and say, there's probably someone out there that looks like Santa, has a Santa suit, could put one together in the next 24 hours. Right now, we have a few people that have agreed to come by. There's this guy. Oh, oh, That's our Mexican Santa who said he'll be kind of doing a hybrid of a Santa and a Lucha Libre wrestler, I think. He's going to be showing up there. Then we got the bad Santa. The uh, costume looked very dirty. Yeah, if he you... showed us pictures of him drunk at a bar in a Santa costume, and it was a sad sight. And yeah. we said, great, you're perfect. Yeah, so if you are Santa-like in any way and have some time to come with us tomorrow, it'd be great. Because some of the kids, this is an all-ages show. Some kids will be stopping by, and we'd like to make sure that... The more know, Santas, the better. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. If you're trying to go see a Santa right now at the Grove or the Americana or any of those places, good luck. Those things are sold out. Well, so and... this may be your last chance to... Get on a Santa's lap, and even if the Santa does say this, ho, 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 you can just tell the kids uh, it's there. It's 2023, you know. Something yeah, but like that. The, the good thing is that when you go to what? a mall or whatever, it's uh, is that what you're going to tell them? It's 2023. <laughs> yeah, you say uh, we don't. Uh, Santa says whatever Santa there wants to say. There are Mexicans now. now. Yeah, all right. 2023. Right? Go sit on his lap. Yeah, just sit on his lap and shut up. I mean, you want a present or not? Let's be honest. I'm just saying, uh, when you go to a mall or whatever, you have one Santa to pick from, and it's usually an old white guy. And it's good that we have options for people that feel like they have a Santa that, you know, fits their fits them, fits their lifestyle. And if your lifestyle is a drunk old guy, then you go with the bad Santa. If you, if uh, if ho 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 rale is your thing, then go to sit on that Santa's lap. Yeah, to be fair, we'd all prefer an old white guy, but we just haven't found one yet. <laughs> but they're very expensive this time I of mean, year. I mean, we would like one of those too. So but... uh, that's what we're ho hoping for. But in the meantime, we have this. Ho 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 rale. So uh, 
uh, we'll take what we can get. If you would like to come out and help spread some joy tomorrow, it's a non-paying job. Just want to point that out. Well, uh, I mean, I'm sure we can get you a drink or something. I wouldn't be so sure of that. Really? Nah, I wouldn't promise things. I mean, we'll figure it out. Uh, give us a call, 800-520-1067, or send us a DM, or just show up tomorrow. Anyone in a Santa suit, you're more than welcome to come on in. Then you're uh, qualified, yeah. Quick break. We got your ADD news to get to in just a moment. Lots going on. Allie's got drama with her sister. I can't wait for that. Allie's hot sister is on her bad list now, so we'll get into that a little bit later as well. If you need us, we're here for the interaction, 800-520-1067. Klein Alley Show for all details about tomorrow's live show as we share the love with Lovely the Band, and we'll see you uh, tomorrow back in a second with your ADD News. That's next. All right, good news. The Prequend is here. This is Klein Alley Show on K-Rock. It is almost 9 a.m., which means let's get a check of what's going on in the world with your ADD News. Grab your Adderall. No, seriously, grab it. The shortage is real. It's time for ADD News. By the way, if you need any, I know a guy. All right, McDonald's is the largest fast food chain in the world, and I would also say it's the most addictive fast food chain in the world. It really is. I mean, even still, I, f- I can taste those fries, and I haven't had them in years. But, I mean, you, you know it. You know the feeling, and you get that Jimmy leg just thinking about it. I, uh, I've watched my kids because uh, we introduced them to the Happy Meal recently, and I don't think there's a thing they now want more in their life than the Happy well, Meal. Well, I think about every time my dad would ask me, what do you want for lunch? I would scream Happy Meal. I would happy, scream, meal. happy Meal. Happy Meal, Happy Meal, and that's all I would ever want. And I told them, I remember thinking one time, it's just about the toy, and I would say to them, like, hey, how about this? Instead of McDonald's, we'll just stop and get a toy somewhere. And they're like, nope. No. They, they want the whole thing. You gotta have the whole thing. The nuggets, they got the salt. They, the salty-ass fries yeah. that are so soggy and delicious. And it's, by the way, super smart because the, the hardest thing a brand can do is get people when they're young and impressionable mm-hmm. to be fully in on the brand so that they they basically have a you know, customer for life. And that Happy Meal, I don't think there's a better marketing thing on the planet than that idea of I introducing know. kids to this world. I know other places, like I know Chick-fil-A has a kid's meal, other but there's something about that McDonald's. None compare. Man. And then if no you have that does. play place attached, forget about it. Oh, this is my favorite way to swim in feces is inside <laughs> of a play place. <laughs> um, anyway, just like Disney, even though they're a huge corporation, they're always looking for new ways to expand and make even more money. Cosmics is one of those ways. It's kind of like a pared-down drive through only version of McDonald's. They announced it last week. It's got a limited menu, but they expand their menu of drinks. So they've got, like, coffee drinks, berry blasts. Uh, they've got some desserts on the menu. And then they've got, you know, a few breakfast sandwiches and stuff like that. And they just announced, uh, they just announced it last week, but they opened their first location this week. And the results are in, and it sucks. People don't like it. Yeah, people don't like it, and it's unfortunate because they called it cosmic, so everyone's just calling it a cosmic failure and a cosmic mm. disaster. And just, you know, I encourage you to think about the title of your place Well, they, all, they, all, they only opened, it was one location, It's right? one location, and I think part of the problem was that it took a really long time for everybody to get their stuff because it was their opening, and it's their first location, blah da 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 But... They also have, like, you know, the hash browns, but they're, like, different hash browns, and apparently they're just, like, crappier versions of the yeah. good McDonald's hash browns. It's so funny because they have such... Everything is so uniform there, and sometimes you just want an Egg McMuffin. And someone else could say, look, I got a guy that'll make you a fresh ham, egg and cheese sandwich, and it, You're like, no, I'm craving that yeah, crappy right, one. I want that one. That's the one I want. I want it to be hockey puck in texture and in shape. 
And that's what I'm used yeah, to. Yeah, and if you're going to open, especially because this location is next door to an actual McDonald's, so people are like, well, then I just want to go to that other drive-thru at the regular McDonald's and get the real hash browns. So. Yeah, look, I saw it. I saw pictures of this Cosmics, too, and I was thinking to myself, oh, that's cool. Like, I, I could see myself for a gimmick. Just go check it out. Yeah. But very rare that, I mean, they've got such a good thing. Like, you have a brand, you have one of the most recognizable brands on on the planet. Mm-hmm. Why are you starting another brand yeah, that's I, less good? Yeah, I can't figure these people, like, yeah. they're living the dream. Every day a new just restaurant opens. in the profits. Right, that's just hoping to be like a McDonald's. A McDonald's like, we're too profitable. Let's come up with a place that no one knows. Uh, yeah, all right. What will the new year bring? You can make your own predictions, or you can listen to the guy who's made the most accurate predictions in human history, and that would be Nostradamus. The guy has made a slew of predictions. Uh, he made them, I think, in the 1500s, but many of them have come true. He predicted the rise of Hitler. He predicted the 9-11 attacks, the death of Kennedy, COVID, basically everything horrible. But doesn't he only predict bad things? Yeah, and here are his predictions for 2024. You ready? Continued global strife, war on the seas, royal turmoil, and humanitarian disaster. So he talks about climate change being a thing, and that's just going to continue to get worse, which is true. He also predicts that basically Prince Harry is going to become king, and that Prince Char- or King Charles is going to get like ousted somehow, and then like the, the guy who was like you know no one expected him to be king is going to be king, and then he predicts that quote a red adversary will start a war. So they think it either means China or Russia. Probably Prince Harry again. And- <laughs> He seems like a red adversary. I guess, I guess right? you're right. All of his predictions are about red, the red adversary. Yeah, but the, he said that the uh, the war is going to be on the water, like in the ocean, like big ocean battle. But first of all, not much of a prediction because 90% of the earth is water. So like you're just playing the odds on that one. And I think that people always right. do this with Nostradamus. They... They take these vague generalities, he said, and then they apply it to stuff that's happening. Because to say is going to be famine, like there's famine on planet Earth every year, depending on what. Well, it's like any psychic, right? Who's like, um, there's you're going to get a visit from an old friend, and like the likelihood of that happening is high. So you know, it's easy to be like, oh my god, it came true. But one of the other things he predicted was that the Pope's going to die. When did he say that? He says through the death of a very old pontiff. A Roman of good age will be elected, so we'll get a new pope. Yeah, but the thing that's the other thing is popes are so old. Starting age for a pope is already really old. Like, <laughs> He's turning 87. Yeah, like if he had predicted that guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine died, I would be like, oh man, Nostradamus is onto something. <laughs> what if Nostradamus predicted Brooklyn Nine-Nine? That would, be, I would give the guy credit. I would be like, that's amazing. How would he have known that? Uh, that was shocking. If he had predicted that uh, Cosmics was opening, McDonald's opened up. A pool, and it'll be really crappy uh, and not as good uh, as the real. Famine at Cosmics because people don't want it. (laughs) I would would give them credit. All right. Are you a good friend, a bad friend, or a neutral friend? Neutral. Apparently, neutral friends are the worst. Really? Yeah. That's what I strive for. Uh, Me too. And I guess you and I are neutral friends, and that's, quote, a red flag among the friend community. And the neutral friend is the person that never wants to start anything and never wants to take sides in any argument. Oh, man. I thought that's what... uh, I Honestly... I love that. That's exactly what I want to be. Like, and the, I'm the mediator friend. I, if two friends are arguing, I'm the one that's like, I see both. Let's talk about it and kind of smooth things over. It's funny because I definitely have a friend that would fall in the category of bad friend. Like, they're bad. They bail on everything all the time. They borrow stuff. They never reciprocate. Mm-hmm. I get all that. That's a bad friend. 
But I'm at least you know what you're getting. I, I'm friendly with them. I know what I'm getting. But then when they do show up or even do something that's even remotely, even neutral to net positive, you're like, oh, man, it seems so massive because they're they such a bad friend. exceeded your expectations. Good friends, and I definitely have some of them as well. They would drop everything to get you to the airport. They would loan you 50 bucks if you needed it. Yeah, they but that's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure, and it feels like for someone to truly be a good friend, they have to have not a lot else going on. Like, it's hard to be a good, good friend when you have wife, kids, right. jobs. Like, it's it's easy to be a good, good friend when that's the one. Like, I have a single friend, and he's still a really good friend because he's always down for whatever. Same, my single friend is the best friend. Best friend. Always available, always ready to do stuff, always there to help. You need to move, they're there. Neutral, I feel like, is where most people fall over time anyway because it's like, look, I want to be a good friend, and I'm there. Like, if it's a real emergency, you can count on me, but also... Also, I don't have time for drama. Yeah, and I'm not the type of person, this is where I think I'm the worst, this is where, where I'm not a good friend. I rarely initiate plans. Yeah. But I don't, I don't... That's why I like Katie, because she can just do all that for me. Right, and I just... And my wife just says me all the time, she you never plan anything. You know, if I wasn't planning stuff with other people or couples or da 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 You're like, right, because I'm a good friend. That's me being... I thought I was being a good friend. I was like, I don't want to... Hey, I feel let's like, not make plans. I, yeah, and when I do occasionally, like occasionally I'll say something like, hey, uh, I just saw there's this cool like food festival happening. Does anyone want to go to it? And people usually... The response is like... Do you do anything other than just eat all the time? And so then I'm like, all right, I'm done for a few years. I'm not going to suggest anything. But I'll go to stuff. There you go. Then you are a good friend. This has been your ADD News. We will be back in a moment with more of Klein Alley Show. Actually, we got a new hour to kick off after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.